This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> pro bono, not pro boner. <laughs> that's going to be the opening line. I just hit record, and that's what you said, man. You degenerate. Uh, oh, I left it over there, didn't I? Will you go grab that, and I'll do the intro? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Matt. You, you're doing great. Matt, actually, well, okay. W- welcome to Give That Some Thought, uh, Tripod Broadcasting Flagship Show. Uh, I'm Addison. My just sent my co-host to grab the the uh, one thing that we're going to do tonight. Um, Matt actually provided, and I'll say this, um, does, does going to get that paper for you, does that make me the assistant producer? It does. Okay. There's not a pay raise in case. Yeah. I got another pay raise today, so it's fine. You did actually. And Matt got some great news. It's fantastic. You can talk about it if you want. No, we'll skip over it. But, uh, Matt provided a great service tonight. Um, I'm, I'm, I spent some time on Dr. Matt's couch and it was a great conversation and, um, Consensus were had. I heard some things that I wanted to hear and some things I didn't want to hear. And I think that's how any good therapy session should go. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know what's right in front of me now. Um, and and it was it was a suspicion of mine that I'd had uh, for about 12 hours now. And um, and Matt confirmed it for me. And, and um, point is, get yourself a friend like Matt, ladies and gentlemen. He's 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 a great American. Not and, me specifically, uh, because it's very very draining. <laughs> you know, yeah. You can, can only handle one at a time. To give you these therapy sessions every week. Uh, well, it's not okay. It's not. I'm not no, I, it's I know not every it's week. not. It's it's not. Um, and I've done it for you. No, uh, on totally, occasion, totally, yeah. totally. Um, I just I think I'm I'm a little more gifted in that area than you are. Yeah, so it comes naturally, I'd, and so I'd that's just that, kind yeah. of the natural. The natural. Weird thing is, it used but, to come really naturally for me. I really used to be able yeah. to do that for people, and now, now, I think I'm slowly becoming. I'm chewing a mint, which I'm sure sounds great in your earbuds. It does. Um, I'm, I'm becoming. I think I'm slowly becoming a sociopath. <laughs> like seriously, I think at like sixty, I'll be a serial killer on the trajectory that we're going. Yeah. Because I have, I have zero empathy now, and that doesn't serve me well. I'll be perfectly honest about that. That does not serve me well. Uh, we just did a personality test. Uh, at work um, for some leadership things that we're doing and, and we're going to do a lot of other stuff with it and, and everything else. But like I read it and I was like, yeah, that's right on. That's right on. Like 98% of it was was accurate, I felt. Yeah. And and none of them <laughs> were uh, good or or what felt like they could be leverageable qualities. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe I'm getting fired here soon. But it's yeah, I've lost all empathy. In 10 years, I've lost all empathy. And that's not serving me well in my personal life, um, or or uh, largely in some ways in, in my professional life. And uh, it's a dark road that we're on. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyways, um, <laughs> this came in the mail today. What? Well, yeah. Uh, let's just switch gears there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless no, no. Welcome to give that some thought. I said that um, while you were uh, yeah. burning the errand. Yeah. Um, Long story short, uh, the, uh, I don't know, are you becoming a sociopath? No, you're not. You're not, because things still concern you. Like, if you're a true sociopath, you would come over, and you would, you would, we would, you know, do our little dog and pony show where we watch stupid videos or, you know, BS or crack jokes at each other for 30 minutes, and then we'd do our show, and you would leave here, and I wouldn't hear hardly anything besides mm-hmm. the normal bitching that you do right mm-hmm. so the fa- the very fact that that you got over here at 10 o'clock i did yeah but oh shit it's, it's, it's 12 18 exactly <laughs> and we're just now starting to record yeah the fact that you came through and you know we went through that first that first 20 minutes of just you the know song and dance yeah get it you know just basically saying hello yeah you know for 20 minutes yeah as buddies do terror tend to do yeah um and then it you immediately just it went into you know you needed to talk about some things yeah and it was Doctor Matt 
for yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> so the the fact expect that the, invoice. The fact that you know we were doc- <clears throat> it was Doctor Matt, mm-hmm. you know, and not just regular podcast Matt that you were hanging out with. There, that's that means you're not a sociopath. Congratulations, okay, okay, because you're ac- you're actually coming to Survey somebody says. somebody's yeah. opi- somebody whose opinion you value and whose advice, advice you value, right? Yeah, and you're you're coming to them with their concerns, like ah, I'm I'm at wit's end. I don't know what to do. I'm you, you got problems, right? Yeah. The fact yeah. that you're sharing your problems with another person, trying to to have help, get help with your burden, means that you're not a sociopath because a sociopath just wouldn't care. Yeah, well, that's the number one, and perhaps the only. <laughs> <laughs> evidence them. <laughs> yeah. You you're, you you can't be a sociopath, Addison. You're not dedicated enough. I well, okay. you know, I'll set the alarm a little earlier tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Sent the grumpy meter just a little bit a little bit a, higher. Just one tick higher, that's right. Uh no, it'll be super grumpy today. We got that or tomorrow we got that awful giveaway. That awful. Oh, really? <clears throat> as if as if we don't need enough reasons to hate sports and the Cardinals in this GD town. I swear y'all giving away them free chicken sandwiches. Seriously, dude. I We had a family last time we did the giveaway. It wasn't last week, week before, I believe, or two weeks ago. We had a, f- uh, I don't know if it was a family or just uh, <clears throat> a gaggle, and they had one hat. And a person put the hat on to order and then would pass that to the next one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the world that I live in, man. Unfortunately for you, dear listeners, it's the world we all effing live in. And only some of us are willing to sound the alarm. Yeah. You're that's welcome, a, America. I mean, you know, hey, that's a good way to get headlines. <laughs> that's yeah. You know, I I mean, I had I had a I had a and there's not a problem with a good well-timed lice joke like you just had. Yeah. I had one at work a, a week or two ago. Just to, I said something about lice or something. Mm-hmm. And I was confronted with this interesting factoid. <laughs> Black people don't get lice, man. That's well, what yeah. that's what I was told. Not even bugs want to live in the ghetto. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Come on. If you had to live in thick, wiry, coarse hair, a thick, wiry, coarse neighborhood that was constantly getting flooded with chemical products every couple days, being stripped out, right? Versus a nice, lush, well-kept uh, garden that's fully aerated, and you know, <sighs> what would you pick if you're a head lice? Duh, of course. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, because not even bugs want to live in the bad part Don't of town. Be rude. <laughs> no, I was confronted with that. Somebody was like, "Yeah, black people—they're just like as 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 common as day." And I was because you you grew up, of course you grew up. Yeah, I grew up. Like you hear about people. Have you ever had lice, man? Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think I have either. I don't. I don't think it's something I've had. And but you've heard about oh. So and so family's got lice, or you know. I remember. I remember there were times that your mom would say you'd put a hat on in Walmart, <laughs> and your mom would say, "Ah, watch out for lice." Or, you know. Or, or I, I remember sort of maybe once or twice when I was a kid, like there was a lice scare at, at the church. Right, right. People got lice. Right? Yeah, that's a thing that happened uh, with all our white folks. Yeah. And then that's when it hit me. I was like, I was like, I, well, I've never heard of black people getting lice. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, hmm. but, but but see, I, I remember that at, at church. Yeah, you know there was a lice scare or something like that when I was like eight, nine, ten. Yeah, maybe. and then it's like everybody. And then we be then, careful. Then yeah. we stopped, you know, inviting the poor kid to come along to church with us on Sunday morning. <laughs> um, crisis averted. Uh, exactly. <laughs> there goes then by bus, bus ministry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then there was just like, there was like, hey, black people don't get lice. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> it was like they have hair. So yeah, explain to me why they don't get yeah. lice. And I don't think there was a good explanation. It was just yeah, we just, it just doesn't. We don't. It's not doesn't happen. And I was like, really? The one advantage you have over white people? This is crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Huh. <laughs> I know. I, was, I, I need to do more research. Like, uh, perhaps there's a Wikipedia entry of some sort, but, like, I don't... Yeah, black people don't get lice, is what I'm told. I don't know. So, th- to the one black person that listens, if you've heard of a black person getting lice, please email, write, yeah. call, that sort of thing. Now, if you're, uh, like, half black, do you only get, like, some lice? I, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like, en- like enough a less to make, itchy version. Yeah, enough to make variant. you itchy, but yeah. not like a full blown infestation where other people notice. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. That's oh, we need to the bottom of this 
black people and lice thing. It's weird. It's almost like as, as though like we have intrinsic dif- differences that prevent us from ever achieving achieving true equality. Oh, so here we go. The, the only thing we can hope for is the, equilibrium, the, the, and we shouldn't. We should. We the should. Matt not, Nationalist you know. Hour. I love it. Uh, I. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just me. It's just me. I may crack the racist jokes, but you're laughing. That's true. <clears throat> and all of society with you. No, before, uh, so before I came, uh, my wife uh, was out and she got home and she brought the mail in. Mm-hmm. And she looked, She it was funny because she took a long look at it and she just, she was kind of like, huh. And then just like threw it at me. And I was like, I thought it was like a bill or something yeah, or yeah. whatever. And I'm presented with an envelope and, and this is what it says uh, uh, on the front. <laughs> it says, do not bend. Big, bold red letters. And it says, please respond by September 15th, 2017. And it says, Addison. And this is on the front, not in the address part, but it says, Addison, you've been selected to represent Missouri by sharing your opinions on how to protect civil liberties during the Trump presidency. Oh, man. That's what it we, says on the front. We're, we're filling this out. We're doing Oh, this. yeah. We're doing it right now. Yeah. So, and as I open it here, there's a, there, I, I, I don't know if I stuffed it between, but I believe there's a, yep. So business, yep. They pay for the postage back. We've got ourselves wow. an envelope here. So they really went all out. Yeah. The stops here. And it's from the American Civil Liberties Union. Yeah. You see you if you're not familiar. Yeah. We'll and the only way they could really make this easier was to have it, you know, it maybe it was like electronic where you would just. Well, don't be ridiculous. Be able to, you don't know, be, it's not 27. Go to like some website. What do you think this is? The future? And just. Don't know, be ridiculous. Click out, you know, a. Uh, don't be a ridiculous. Survey. Nonsense. I, I love handling all my paper work as paper. And microphones love it too. Yeah. Like Rush used to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ACLU 50 state survey. And here's the letter they wrote. We'll read the letter. We'll read the survey. And then we'll be done. Okay. It'll be a nice short episode. Since uh, since I overdid my time at Dr. Matt's. It says, dear friend. So I'm not sure who it's to. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> you just, a sociopath. They're just people that you have less enmity with. That's, that's it. right. That's right. It says our country in this. I haven't read this. Mm-hmm. Our country is facing a mighty struggle over the vibrancy of our democracy and the strength of our commitment to vibrancy. The, that's what it says. Our, yeah. I'm re- oh. This is verbatim. Diversity in all colors, even in the twilight language written into the. Yeah. <laughs> Subconscious there. Over the vibrancy of our democracy and the strength of our commitment to the fundamental freedoms that define America. Mm-hmm. It goes on. I Every know. day, Donald Trump and his administration demonstrate an utter disregard for the Constitution and a terrifying willingness to abuse power and trample on people's rights. Meanwhile, extremists are moving aggressively in state after state, seizing what they hope is an unprecedented opportunity to advance their dangerous agenda. I'm not sure what they mean by that. And this paragraph is in bold. As the ACLU leads a determined, passionate movement to defend people's civil liberties, we need your ideas and opinions. Yeah. It does. Speaking of that that point earlier, it, it does. It doesn't matter <laughs> like what you're scared of. All all that matters is you need to be it's scared. scared. Yeah. There is an anomalous threat out there, and we can't define it. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to fight it. <laughs> we have to. And most of all, you have to be scared. That's why I'm hoping you will take a moment right now to complete and return the enclosed ACLU 50-state survey. Mm -hmm. Now more than ever, the ACLU and our members must do what we always do in moments of of crisis. Wage a vigorous, robust, and effective defense of freedom. Crisis alert! (laughs) And as our nationwide network of lawyers, advocates, policy experts, and organizers works to do just that, we need your strength and your personal support. This is in bold. That's why your voice is so important to us. We want to know what your biggest concerns are in the face of escalating threats to our civil liberties and how you and your community are feeling the impact of policies that run contrary to the Constitution and the rule of law. Completing the enclosed ACLU 50 state survey is one way you can help us as we work to protect people's basic rights in the face of ordinary, extraordinary challenges. Please seize this opportunity to speak up. And if you're ready to take one more step to defend freedom, don't just return your survey response to ACLU headquarters. Where do you think they're headed, Matt? Send along a donation of $25, 35 or $50 or more to, and this is in bold, add energy and momentum to the ACLU's vigorous effort to defend the Constitution and the rights it protects. 
If you answer yes to any of the following questions, I urge you to respond to this letter. Are you alarmed that abuses of power by Donald Trump and his administration will do deep and lasting damage to our democracy? Do you believe a new round of voter suppression laws and baseless claims about voter fraud will impact the outcome of the 2018 elections? Are you concerned that we will see immigration raids based on racial and ethnic profiling that would target schools, hospitals, churches, and tear families apart? Are you worried that President Trump and Congress will succeed in defunding Planned Parenthood and passing a federal abortion ban? Are you concerned about the disregard for the First Amendment and the suppression of free speech and protest that is emanating from the White House and state legislatures across the country? Do you agree that banning refugees and others from entering our country based on their religion violates our most deeply held principles? I hope you will take a few moments to answer questions such as these by completing our survey about freedoms at risk in your state and across the country. I'm not reading this whole thing. There's, I just realized there's a second page. Really? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I will read this part. That's why it's so crucial for you to immediately take two steps. First, complete the enclosed ACU 50 state survey. Second, send your completed survey back to... <laughs> so not only complete it, but do send it back. <laughs> Wouldn't do much goodness to complete it. All-encompassing, the ACLU are. Uh, send your completed survey back to the ACLU with a generous donation that will make you the newest card-carrying member of the nation's leading civil liberties organization. Today, threats to our personal freedoms come from many different quarters, but the defense of those essential freedoms can only come from one place, you and me. And uh, signed at the bottom, it's uh, Anthony D. Romero, the executive director. So, <coughs> they, they once again on the second page ask for a donation two, of 25, 35, Two full pages. Two full pages, not, yeah. It's an extended... This is... It's longer than eight and a half by 11. I don't know. This is probably five, four, four, five hundred words more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mail probably probably closer to twelve hundred pages. I don't know, um, but it's 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 a p- two full pages telling you how to feel about <laughs> Donald Trump, and then it's a survey asking you how you feel about Donald Trump. It is. That's right. So it's like, you know, like I was saying before, crisis alert. <laughs> crisis indeed. And then here's this. Here's the survey. Dear Addison, together we have to keep working tirelessly to defend the core values of our democracy. Okay, more the same. I'm yeah, not reading yeah. the top part. Part one, and this is the title of part one, Defending Freedom in Missouri. Now, do you have your pen handy, man? I do. I'm going to fill this out as we go. Okay. <laughs> Let's start close to home by asking you a few questions about the condition of civil liberties in your home state. Yeah. How con- And here's the first question. How concerned are you that the weeks and months ahead will see serious setbacks for civil liberties in Missouri? The options are very concerned, somewhat concerned, not very concerned, or not concerned at all. Not concerned at all. I'm sorry. I, there was there was a Facebook update. I didn't I didn't hear the first question. I, I, no, I'm 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 I'm. I'm how I'm concerned being, yeah. are you that the weeks and months ahead? I'm will being be, facetious. We'll see. <laughs> Question two. I believe there's a part where I can fill out. Oh, oh there it is. There's, there's, mm-hmm. Oh, it's an part, essay part. It's yeah. not just multiple choice, huh? Yeah. So I hope they selected the people based on some criteria. This is not going to go well for them if they didn't. Question two. Generally speaking, do you think the strength and vibrancy of civil liberties protections in Missouri are better than in most of the country, about the same as in the rest of the country, or are in worse shape than most of the country. Here's the options. Better in my state than most of the country. About the same in my state or the rest of the country. Worse in my state than the rest of the country. What'd you put? Better? About the same in my state as in the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah problem. My point in filling this out, by the way, if you haven't gathered, is it's all the same. They're yeah. all against you. Yeah. And when we get to the essay portion, I hope I get the opportunity to, to spell that out for them. Mm-hmm. Trump is no more of a concern than Obama. Yeah. Question three. And thinking in more personal terms, how concerned are you that efforts by President Trump and others to undermine our civil liberties are directly impacting you and your family? And then again, I'm faced with very concerned, not very concerned, somewhat concerned yeah. and not concerned at all. Never addressing the question is of, of if he is actually doing that, simply stating it. Right there, Matt. Not very concerned at all. Thank you. Page, page two. Page two of four. 
Part this, two. This is so much fun. It really is. This is riveting radio. Yeah. Your issue priorities. I'm riveted. <laughs> ah, there was a gay joke in there that I completely missed. Please indicate how concerned you are about each of the following threats to our fundamental freedoms. Baseless claims about voter fraud sparking a new wave of voter suppression laws that make it harder for vulnerable voters Aha. to participate yes, in the no. vitality. This is actually, this is no, this is, I know exactly Excuse me, in, the, in the vitally important 2018 elections. I'm faced again with very concerned, somewhat concerned, not very concerned, and not concerned at all. So, uh, Matt, we're over three here. In case is, you can guess, this is okay. So, this is going back to. Um, Would you like to read for the listener which one I filled out? Not concerned at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. Data recently came to light, and the uh, the um, a political action committee is suing the state of California now because it it, it found out that the number of voter turnout um, in California. Mm-hmm. Was like an average for the whole state voter turnout was 114 percent, something like that, or 100? No, 109, 109 percent. Okay. 109 percent of registered of 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 the number of people who are registered to vote in California versus the number of people who voted in California mm-hmm. is nine percent greater. <laughs> Nine percent more people voted in California than are registered to vote in California. Probably all those damn that, ha- that has nothing to do with census that's taken every year. Voter registration rolls are updated every year. Mm-hmm. So and nine percent more two, than twenty sixteen. <laughs> in twenty in twenty sixteen, nine percent more people voted than were registered in twenty sixteen. Yeah, and, and almost almost a year from the election, we have time to see how many people who are registered to vote at the, t- at the time of the election, and how many, how people, many people actually voted. voted at the time of the election. Yeah. And in California, it was nine percent more people voted than were registered to vote for this past presidential election. In and you'll love this. Get, get you guess 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 where the guess highest, what color the state went at well, the end of the well, night? No, guess where the highest <laughs> percentage of 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 that happened because, of course, in, oh, I don't know, in everywhere, Sacramento, yeah, um, uh, in LA County had 141 percent voter <laughs> registration, San Diego had 128 percent. I'm, I'm not, I, I shit you not, the whole, the I mean, nine percent for the whole state, like it's the, yeah, the voter fraud that happened, dead people, illegal people, right. Um, voting twice. Voting twice. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Voting at, at different polling places. Forty-one. Jeez, that's a lot. The that's Cal- a big number. California yeah. number one should have gone to Bernie Sanders in the primary, but number two in the general election of Trump v. Clinton. Yeah. Of September eighth, two thousand and sixteen. November eighth. Cal- oh yeah, November eighth. <laughs> California. Yeah. Had was wildly rigged. The the greatest. And and it had the the most staggeringly obvious case of voter fraud the world may have maybe in the history of voter fraud. Okay. Well, Matt, according to question one here, it says baseless claims. So uh, numbers don't lie. These these numbers don't lie. Matt, may I direct your attention to Exhibit A? This isn't baseless, right? right? These these are independent. These are independent uh, right voter oversight baseless. committees. Paid for by the government. Says baseless. Paid for by the government. I'm going to check one. A part more. of the bureaucracy. Ah, baseless. That's still saying, yeah, the bureaucracy You're baseless, is sir. completely messed up. You're baseless. Look, look, look it up. Look it up. Okay. Well, I'm about to. Uh, 128%. Define baseless. <laughs> baseless without foundation, in fact. Are we clear, Matt? hundred 128% in, in San Diego County. 109% without, without foundation. Over the whole state. Without foundation, in fact. Moving on. Question two. The Trump administration launching, launching a massive deportation force. I don't believe that's happened. Yeah. Speaking of baseless. I mean, think, think about it. Imagine if Trump won California. Imagine if that happened. Like, because uh, yeah. he, he, he won, she won the state, but it wasn't by like, Eighty percent. It wasn't seventy percent. Like a ten percent the other way. Yeah. That that nine percent. If you take it out of Hillary and give it to to Trump, or you simply take it away, I don't think she wins the state. 
Really? Imagine that, if she loses. Wow. Imagine if she her number goes from like what was it two seventeen or something like that? Yeah. To like like one hundred sixty. Like imagine how like imagine how embarrassing that is. Let's move on. Uh, the Trump administration launching a massive deep not just for her, not just for her, but for the whole everybody hates Trump narrative. Because no, not everybody hates Trump. Yeah, that is not an actual thing. That's, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a bunch a, of loud morons on Facebook and on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and ordering not, not loud morons. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't just classify them as all morons because they're not. They're thinking intelligent people who are just wrong. <laughs> Ordering immigration raids based on racial and ethnic profiling that could target schools, hospitals, and churches and send thousands of immigrants into overcrowded and squalid detention centers. Can you read the first line? And I'll tell you when to stop. The Trump administration launching a massive... And remember, these are reacting to how we feel about these threats. Mm -hmm. The Trump administration launching a massive deportation force and ordering immigration raids based on racial and ethnic profiling. Stop right there. (laughs) We're never going to get through this, man. I know. I know, it's going to take an hour and a half, which is the whole point of, of reading this, was that it's going to be quick and done, and we'll be in and out in 20 minutes. Well, I know, Matt was like, we'll, we'll do a short one, and now he's the one that's like... <laughs> but I'm getting so triggered. I, I woke him up and put him on his soapbox, everybody. <laughs> Based on racial and ethnic stereotypes. Uh, profiling, man. Profiling. How, Please how, stick with how the verbiage el- contained herein. How, how, how else will we know? <laughs> Of course you're going to base it on race, racial and ethnic stereotyping and profiling. Okay. Of course, because because we know by we know we know it's it should be a well-established fact is that 90% of the pe- of illegal immigrants in this country uh-huh. are coming from Mexico. They're not coming from Canada. They're not coming from Zimbabwe. Okay? They're not coming from China. Thank you for They're joining us from for Mexico. the uh, Matt's Nationalist Hour. I uh... So you're you are going to racially profiling if you if you see if you see, uh, you know, you're you're near the border in Arizona, and you see uh, a young couple with a four year old kid, and they've got uh, milk, empty milk or milk jugs that are full of water, and they're they're walking through the desert. Are you gonna say, well, they're probably out for a hike? They're just out for a hike. That's just a normal family out for a hike. You know, probably out for a hike, man. <clears throat> you have to profile, though. That's the thing. You have to you have to profile like rate rate. Profiling people based on race. Well, I'm sorry, but you know, twelve percent of the population co- commits fifty percent of the violent crime, and that percentage of the population is African American males. Then you need to start profiling African American males. It's just, that's just it's just basic numbers, okay? Anyway, I, I'm, I'm I'm triggered. Great story, compelling and rich. I'm triggered, and it's okay. You can be triggered. Uh, I'm rating uh, my concern with this. Again, with the options, very concerned, somewhat concerned, not very concerned, or not concerned at all. Exactly. For all those reasons just stated. Matt, for the survey, would you like to read my response? Not concerned at all. There it is. Question three. Moving on. Under the subheader of my issue priorities. The... (laughs) I I know. (laughs) I almost... Yeah. These are like it's like a slow fastball down the middle for you. Yeah, I just yeah. I'll try to contain myself. Please do. The anti-choice majority. So much loaded language. So much stupid bullshit loaded language in this thing. In Congress, moving to defund abortion providers across the country, depriving millions of women of essential health care services. Now I must rate my level of concern. Matt, for the survey, would you care to read my answer? Uh, not concerned at all. Ah. I'm sensing a theme here. The fourth issue that we're trying to find out if I'm concerned about. <laughs> Donald Trump abusing power. And undermining the rule of law in ways that have a lasting negative impact on our democracy. Yeah. It's it's so <laughs> terrible because, I mean, w- imagine the chaos in our country if our leaders abuse their power. Imagine what what would happen in this country if the leadership, <laughs> the duly elected exactly. people in this country started abusing their power. Uh, it would almost be like it was exactly like it is now. Yeah. 
since every single person abuses their power. Matt, for the listeners, once again, would you like to read my response? Uh, not concerned at all. Is the response question five? It's so loaded. <laughs> Emboldened extremists. <laughs> we we need to form an extremist group that just called ourselves Emboldened. Like instead of ISIS, on. we're Emboldened. I'm gonna jump on my soapbox on this one. That seems like a double, right? Yeah. Emboldened. Like if you're an extremist. <laughs> like, one would say yes. like have you ever met an unemboldened extremist <laughs> you know i i can't say that i have like if like if, if the guy is like uh race like, war now hitler did nothing wrong right kill, gas the jews kill all black people <laughs> like like if a guy is going to say that and i'm like whoa you're an extremist yeah like he's he's already he's said it he's already he's said emboldened. it so you have to kind of be emboldened at that point. Yeah. And there's a difference between saying, ha, 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 Hitler did nothing wrong. Right. Like, as a joke. And believing. To get a reaction from somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, actually believing that he did nothing wrong. Right. Of course he did things wrong. He was. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, emboldened extremists across the country. Escalating efforts to turn back the clock. <laughs> it's It's just. Buzzwords What's up with the E's? Emboldened extremists escalating efforts. To turn back the clock on reproductive freedom and, and here's the one they tie in with it, LGBT rights. Mm-hmm. I'm once again filling out my response it's, on my uh, level of concern. Uh, not, Matt, for the audience, would you please? Not concerned at all. There it is. Question six. Religious discrimination that includes the Muslim ban imposing a religious test on refugees and others seeking to enter our country. Once again, I'm filling out my level of concern. Matt, for the audience, please. Yeah, uh, not concerned at all. There I, like is. The, I like the fact that they have to, you know, say not just religious, religious, uh, you know, persecution. Right. But they're like uh, religious persecution, uh, but specifically it's Muslim. 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 Yeah. That's right. Only if you're Muslim. Yep. Can you be religiously persecuted? Never mind it's the most violent religion ever conceived of mankind. Never mind the fact that, that over the past <laughs> several hundred years, it has committed more atrocities in the name of religion than all the other religions combined in that same time frame. Uh, never mind all of that. No, it is the most persecuted Christian or most persecuted religion in all the world. At this point uh, in the episode, ladies um, and gentlemen, I'm compelled to either say I'm sorry or you're welcome. Either, either you're glad it wasn't the short episode that yeah. we thought it was going to be or... You're saddened. Yes. And we're, I apologize. We're, or... we're so extremely tolerant in the society that we have to, under penalty of the law, tolerate intolerance. And Come that on. is what, that is what, that is what ISIS, that is what uh, radical Islam, that is what specifically Sunnis, okay? Sunni Islam, Shia is good. Shia Islam, that's Iran. Mm-hmm. That's peaceful people who just want to pray to Allah six times a day and waste their time. Fuck a goat um, once in a while. But no, Sunnis are the goat fuckers. That was rude. I apologize. No, no. Su- don't apologize to the Sunnis because they're a little trash. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. Su- read, read, read sometime. And listener, please, if you think that what I'm saying, Sunnis are trash, is is a terrible thing to say, read up sometime on the difference between Shia Islam uh-huh. and Sunni Islam. Because uh-huh. they're wildly different. Yeah. And one is, breeds a culture of violence. Mm. And uh, uh, take what you have now, and one breeds a culture of of uh, peace. Yeah, working. Uh, w- w- anyway, yeah, just just that that sidebar. So, question seven. Once again, under the header of my issue priorities, are there any observations or concerns specifically that you would like to add about how our freedoms are at risk, either nationwide or in your community or state? And I have two lines to write whatever I'd like. I'm going to get myself on a list. I, f- I write, I, I feel as though... No, no, I got it. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Just debating on whether or not to write this. I'm already on a list. I'm afraid that the end of the Trump administration means that all the dank memes will go away. Oh, I'm hiding. A, he's hiding, hiding it from me because he wants the big reveal. We will have the big reveal. It's radio, man. You have to play it on. Yeah, yeah. 
What is he writing? He's definitely on the fifth or sixth word by now. He's... Uh-oh. He's done. Matt? For the listener, please. In response to the question, are there any observations or concerns specifically that I would like to add about how our freedoms are at risk either nationwide or in my community or state? My response to the ACLU 50-state survey. Dum, 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 dum. Matt, please. It says, it says Hitler did nothing wrong, is what it says. And, uh. Part three, moving on. Uh, some things you just shouldn't put in writing. Like, it's one thing to whisper it as you're passing by somebody in Walmart, like, to them and hear them, like, go, what? No, that's more embarrassing. See, this goes into an office. Some idiot's going to read this. Like, this is much more entertaining, man. Part three. <laughs> Pepe lives dub check. I'm Chatelet. <laughs> that should be the next line. Uh, well, no, here. <laughs> Hitler did nothing wrong, Chatelet. <coughs> Praise Cap. Part three. Strategies for defending freedom. I'm interested in know this. <laughs> the following is a list of ACLU strategies for responding to the immediate threats our fundamental fr- fundamental freedoms are facing. Please indicate how important you find each of them. Yeah. <laughs> Number so, one. So the first part of the survey is basically saying you're under be attack. Be really scared. Right, yeah. This is saying what you can do. Yeah. Question one. Using lawsuits and other forms of legal action to challenge the constitutionality of the government's actions and to insist that our courts demand adherence to the Constitution and the rule of law. I'm faced with the options very important, not very important, somewhat important, or not important at all. Yeah. For yes. the listener, please, Matt. Our, uh, not important at all. Our judges, our <laughs> judges need to weigh uh, heavy issues. Yep. Concerning the con- the interpretation and 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 uh, use of the Constitution. So let's get Sue happy and make sure that all their time is wasted on frivolous snowflake issues. Yep. Like they they misgendered me. Let's yeah. Let's Question do that. Two. Anyway, using our fast growing base of activists and supporters to mobilize people. To speak out on issues at both a national and local level. Once again, very important and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, not important at all is what you're marking down. There For the it listener, is. Please. There it is. Question three, using the ACLU's on the ground to present. There's a lot of military-esque terms in here. Have you noticed that? Yeah, like because, mobilize people and because, on the ground. Because and things the, of that the subconscious message is, is that this We're is war. a war. Yeah. Using the issue as on-the-ground presence in all 50 states to block efforts in state legislatures to pass extreme measures, undermining reproductive rights, advancing racial profiling, and discriminating against, against, discriminating against LGBT people. Matt, for the listener, please, my response. Not important at all. Do you disagree with any of my responses, by the way? Um, I, the Hitler one, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first off, if somebody sent me this list, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother filling out in the first place. Well, we're doing a show here. Exactly. Right? Exactly. This is for fun. So, uh, yeah. uh, my my answers are kind of irrelevant. Question four: Using media outreach and public education to amplify and create a public outcry over attempts to undermine our fundamental freedoms. Matt, my response for the listener, please. Not important at all. Mm. Question five, to help the ACU confront those seeking to undermine the Constitution and sweep away our fundamental freedoms, will you send a contribution today? Give me one second here. I'm filling it out. I'm faced with the options uh, yes and no. Mm -hmm. Matt, please indicate my response to the listeners. Uh, You wrote, you have the yes box and the no box, and then you wrote in your own box... That says hell no, and you marked into that box that says hell no. Correct. Thank you. And the final page. I'm presented with the opportunity to write my credit card number down. Uh, yep, it is. It for is for an ACLU membership. Mm-hmm. Now, how much does a membership to the ACLU cost you? Uh, membership acceptance, yes. With President Trump at the White House and extremists pushing their anti-liberties agenda across the country, I want to help the ACLU protect our fundamental freedoms and closes my ACLU membership contribution in the amount of twenty-five, thirty-five, and then there's an asterisk and it says, Addison, please give this amount or more to help us fight back and defend people's rights. Okay. <laughs> and then 50, 75, 100, 250, or the other amount. And then uh, that's it. 
So He's, I guess membership is uh, for the low price of twenty five bucks. I don't know. Do you think mm-hmm. if you wrote in, if you marked the other and then wrote in one nickel, <laughs> that they would bother? And then, and then put a physical nickel in the envelope? No, no, no. Like put like put your credit card there, but like see if they would like. Oh, even if they bother. would charge it for a nickel? Yeah, for a nickel. That's a great question. I don't know that I want to give them my credit card number, but I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> or you just like a nickel? Yeah, yeah. I'll do it on my credit card. I'll dispute yeah. it. We'll we'll be done. Uh, yeah. So. Listeners, take a look at your mailboxes. Uh, those will be headed your way, I believe. It says a 50-state survey. I don't know. Maybe it's just one person in the state, and by God, are they after they sent it to me? I don't know who uh, sent it where, <clears throat> how many are going out, um, and that sort of thing. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, that, that arrived at my mailbox, and uh, yeah. So you have the opportunity to fight against, I don't know, it really sounds like we're fighting against Trump, I guess. I, I don't know, is, is there like a greater threat, a bigger boogeyman? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, is, it's, it's, um, has a certain ideology. Um, and while the idea of an ACLU is great... And mm-hmm. we we need to Civil have sure. watchdog groups, and to be that fair, are actively I think working. they were pretty active with the Fourth Amendment stuff. Yeah, need, if I'm, I could be reading it wrong. We need to we need to have watchdog groups that that allow us to uh, to keep our government, specifically our judiciary system, in check when it comes to the interpretation of law. Yeah. And I think the the ACLU is a group that can do that, but they rarely do they really do kind of push an agenda waste a lot of time and money they have they have a definite agenda not just in, in the proper interpretation of the law but also in uh, interpreting the law a certain way um this this thing cr- creates a lot has a lot of loaded language in it that makes it seem like mm-hmm. there's a ideological war out there which in all honesty that there there is an ideological war uh, taking place in our country I think yeah, but it's against these lot, jerk off a lot, idiots. A lot of it, it's completely made up. Um, and and while we were doing this, I, I I said some things about you know about special snowflakes, whatever. Um, I I I don't I do not believe that those people are worthless, or that their time or their ideas are worthless. I do, however, think that there is a lot of programming that goes on in our uh, subconscious programming that goes on in our culture through movies through television, and through music, and through our uh, universities, mm-hmm. through uh, the media, through the celebrity cult status that we give people in the media. Um, there is there is brainwashing and programming that goes on at a base level from the time we are uh, even conscious of our own existence. Okay. Um, and I, I, I don't blame anyone for falling prey to that. And I think once you realize that that is the game that's been going on with marketing and with sales for 50 years, that the show Mad Men is not about marketers. Just what anybody who's out that's there. about Don Draper's penis. Listen, listen. <laughs> anybody out there who 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 is a fan of Mad Men, uh, maybe go back and rewatch. But next time you, if you're watching Mad Men or if you're thinking about it, don't think of Don Draper as uh, a marketer or working in advertising. Think of him as a wizard. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because literally that's what he's doing. He's trying to take something that people don't necessarily want and make them want it. He is he is the guy. He's hypno, He's a hypnotherapist. Okay? Yeah, that's yeah, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hypnotist. He's not in advertising. He's in hypnosis. Okay? Maybe magician is the wrong wrong term, but uh, programming that goes on in television in our culture. Once you understand it from that viewpoint, when you really do see that it's the television is not entertainment, it's hypnosis. You, uh, I think, you were able to take a step back and understand really the ideological mindset that's being sold to you and crammed down your throat all the time. So I don't blame people for for believing that this mm-hmm. is the right way to approach things. Yeah. But at the same time, if you do buy into it, you are a moron, and uh, it's on you. Be smarter. Be smarter. Uh, well, you just, just, just wake up, wake up to the fact that that, that this is what's going on. Um, but, but this is like we said, this this document, 
this little survey <laughs> has loaded language mm-hmm. to make it seem as though we are at war. Yeah. That that progressives are at Against war Trump, with conservatives like. and Trump. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking that kind of in this context of the Korea thing today is that what happens if what happens if Trump does drop a nuke on on North Korea? Yeah, God. It solidifies the, his image as being a despot, crazy person yeah. who who doesn't uh, who doesn't follow the rule of law and just does whatever he wants militarily. Although we have a twenty year precedent, the of past twenty years that. of doing ja- that that just Obama that. with Syria, yeah, Bush with, with Iraq, Iraq. yeah, uh, is, is va- Reagan in the eighties, Cuba, yeah, okay, yeah. well, not Cuba, but Reagan in the eighties in South America, yeah, of th- forty years of. Going to war without a declaration of war. Yeah. The president just going to war. Yeah. Without the approval of Congress. Yeah. Which is completely against the Constitution. So, you know, they... And the fact that Trump's going to do it is no more of an indicator of anything... Exactly. ...than any of the others have been. Exactly. He's, and that indicator is simply... He's following a pattern. Yeah. So, let's say he does drop a nuke. Instantly, it's going to polarize half the country. And it's going to simply ramp up this progressive versus conservative yeah. war, quote unquote, that that people think is going on. Yeah, it's not actually going on. Well, there is a war, uh, Matt. If you recall earlier, uh, they're mobilizing troops. <laughs> and, if, and what was the other one? Boots on the ground or something? Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. If if, yeah. if this does <laughs> if this does happen, if he drops a nuke on North Korea, yeah, or even if he just takes out Kim Jong Un, all of a sudden you have a humanitarian crisis, right? Yeah. So you have a state in which You've just committed a, an atrocity, a war crime against, who's also guilty of war crimes. You have the poorest and the most physically decimated population in the entire world in the starving millions of North Korea, who then you have a huge humanitarian crisis at the same time in which the United States is trying to conduct a ground war. So basically you have even more than Iraq, even more of Afghanistan, you have... Full-fledged war. A, 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 no, a full-fledged ideological war on at home between those who believe that Kim Jong-un was dangerous and we need to take him out and those who believe that Trump is a despot and we need to save the refugees. Yeah. And that's what the divide would be and it would ramp up this, this saber-rattling ideological war between the left and the right in this country up a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's... I think that maybe is what... The which is, which, is which, about. which then brings to a head the true goal, which is the destruction of the West, the destruction of America, and yeah. and I, I think I think there are certain aspects in this in this because uh, honestly, you can't have. What do you, you want to bet Soros bought that missile? <laughs> bought bought uh, Kim Jong. You can't you can't have a complete globalist one world government with a strong America. Like shit, you not? I bet you any amount of money that a week ago Kim Jong Un got a missile on his front doorstep and it said "Love George." It just <laughs> said, <laughs> had one of these laying around. Yeah, Christmas came early, Kim. <laughs> He's like, it's it's not happening fast enough. I thought I thought they'd they'd go nuts just because he got elected, and we've all seemed to calm down. So. Merry Christmas, love yeah. George. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but my my whole point of this past five minute ramble is the idea that there is a war in this country between those who mm-hmm. believe in the conservative vision and those who believe in a progressive vision. the The belief that there's a war between those two groups is completely, totally BS and made up. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It only exists in the mindset of the very, very, very loud one percent of this country who have an agenda to push. I.e., the media, or who have fallen who have fallen victim to that agenda and that hypnosis. Um, it's a very small portion of the country. Like I've said before, uh, we're ninety eight percent the same, two percent difference, and we lose our shit. We lose our minds yeah, over, over that, that yeah. tiny two percent. Yeah, which is mostly just our opinions about things we have no control over anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like your opinion on your sports team, or your opinion on politics, or your opinion. You don't have any control over whatever. It. You don't yeah. have any control over it anyway. So why does your why are you why are you allowing your simple opinion on a matter that you have no control over to affect other people, all other real and people relationships in your life that you actually do have control over? Yeah, right. And bringing it back full circle. Focus on what's in front of you. Focus on changing what you can yeah. change. And well, I do think that we should have these lively debates and we should have a, a, a lot of discussion 
at the end of the day, we should walk away from it realizing that it's just a discussion over things we have no control over, and we shouldn't allow it to to, to dictate our lives or how we treat each other. Yeah, yeah. And and to that end, I was thinking about this speech actually the other day because uh, I saw it on a, in a subreddit that I that I frequent. But we'll leave it with that. It's a hundred and forty minute clip on YouTube. A hundred and forty minute clip, a minute forty clip on YouTube. We'll we'll, we'll play out on that uh, to wrap it up. Unless you've got something else. Right? Uh, no. Yeah, no. that was that was our version of a short one. I don't know how long we went, but uh, yeah, uh, look for these. Look for those on your doorstep. They should be arriving uh, from the ACLU. Now, how if if we had a massive show, this would be hilarious. But how cool would it be if they got like a hundred thousand of those that said Hillary's nothing good, and they'd be like, "Well, what's okay? We got to get to the bottom of this because <laughs> one idiot, they're just gonna throw it away." But like, you know what I mean? No, no, they're gonna throw it away with a mil- all million of them. They're gonna throw it away. Yeah, exactly. Like, does not com- does not fit into <laughs> does not compute, our uh, yeah. our ideology. Um, Disregard. That being said, this is from House of Cards, and it's it's a, just a little speech that I love by it. But it's sort of a secondary character, not one of the not one of the main characters, but. Uh sort of about changing your life and, and, and controlling the things that, that you have control over directly in front of you, right in front of your face, because that's that's really all you can worry about. Your job, your family, your money, your car, your 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 sphere of influence, if you will. Um, and that sort of relates into what we were talking about, but I also really like the speech, so we're just going to play it because it's my show and we can do things like that. There you go. There you go. Uh, I guess that about does it. Yeah, hit us up on the social medias, on the Facebooks and Twitters. That's right. Um let us know if you like the show. You give a five star review. Uh, yeah. You will get a thousand dollar Best Buy gift card. That's well, a Zimbabwe I, I Zim, you, Zimbabwe dollars. Oh, perfect. A thousand. Yeah, it's like five cents. Oh yeah, it's like a Rice Krispie treat. Yeah, I mean less than you know. <laughs> uh, if I seem a little listening. hungover, it See is later. because I am a lot hungover actually. God, I almost had a couple of months, and then last night I well, I don't remember much, so. But anyway, here I am. Keep coming back. Thank you for sharing, Diane. I'm Doug and I'm an alcoholic. One of the things I do for a living is count. I count votes, yays, nays, neutrals, abstaining. And I'm good at it. But the most important count I do has nothing to do with work. It's a number of days since April 4th, 1999. As of this morning, that's 5,185. The bigger that number gets, the more it frightens me, because I know all it takes is one drink to go back to zero. Most people see fear as a weakness. It can be. Sometimes for my job, I have to put fear in other people. I know that's not right, but if I'm honest, like the fourth step asks us to be, I have to be ruthless because failure is not an option. The same goes for my sobriety. I have to be ruthless with myself. I have to use my fear. It makes me stronger. Like everyone in this room, I can't control who I am. But I can control the zero. Fuck the zero. Thanks for sharing. It works if you work it. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.